It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're here live at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. We welcome you to come on out like so many of other folks there and enjoy the, the day. It is a day here at Millburgers. Uh, there has been some debate on uh, whether it's a beautiful day or a dreary day. or <laughs> and Anything that's uh, under 90 degrees is a beautiful You're day. You're okay with that then? Okay. Then uh, it's a beautiful day here at Millburgers. It's a still a lot of fun. There are lots of pumpkins and the maize and kids running around, people with dogs, uh, all kinds of fun stuff. But everybody's got yep. their mask on. And she's got her little, does she have a little baby pumpkin there in her hand? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got a new supply. She's, yep. been, she's been here for uh, half an hour at least. With oh, is that right? Pumpkin, yeah. That's funny. All right, well, our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And outside of San Antonio, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Marty, you need to call us and give us a uh, a Rio Grande Gold pepper update. I'll give you mine. They're red. They're turning red. You're supposed to eat them before then. And I just wanted to see what happened. They're prettier red. Well, did I tell you what would happen? Yeah. You know what you also told me? You non-believer. Well, you know, we, you know how we have other people that, like you said, even if you see a little a pinprick on that broccoli, you, yeah. need, to, you need to spray it. That's Just, right. Yeah, and that's kind of what you did. Isn't that's kind of what I did. I didn't spray it. I saw the pinprick, and I have what, what amounts to basically a skeleton, a green skeleton now in a pot. Well, it, it isn't as, as simple as we make it sound because another issue with uh, BT is it's not advisable to have it pre-mixed and in your sprayer. Right. Because it ha- they have a tendency to solidify. So I, I, I know I'm not alone in uh, of having uh, oh, a couple of sprayers through the years. It's trying to be frugal, right? Yeah, through the years, if you let them... Sit, sit for more than a week, especially an older one. You're you're taking a real chance that they'll get all clogged up. So it's better to mix it, maybe mix it a, a, a part, uh, and then you you spray when Milton should have when he saw that first uh, yeah. damage, and then you clean out the sprayer. But you can leave the pre-mixed in a yeah. separate container. Yeah, you don't you don't know how long it took from uh, hatching to atom, to destruction of the plant, do you, Milton? So remember about so last week, I was going to brag on it again and I forgot, and it still looked good. Oh, okay. It did. It still had maybe a little bit of chewing on it, but it just and then Monday. So between <laughs> Friday or Saturday morning and Monday is when all that happened. Okay. They ate that thing. They must have, but you saw damage before that. A little bit. Well, I saw the pinprick that you talked about, and I just ignored it. I said, well, this is just itty-bitty. This could be anything. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 
So apparently <laughs> it wasn't. When they, uh, the, when they grow big <laughs> and you didn't take the pleasure of uh, picking the worm off the bottom of the leaf that hadn't been eaten no. and stomping it into the ground or no. cutting it up into two pieces with a knife. Well, geez. Jeez, he, he <laughs> does, wow. He says not he does not have the same affection for cabbage loopers As that he, he does for uh, yeah. sparrows. sparrows. And... He would never do that to an English sparrow. <laughs> um, no, I did not. Okay. I should have. And you paid the price. Yeah, but it'll come back, right? No. Yeah, ne- <laughs> yeah. Next se- next year, maybe. Okay, when I plant it again. If they've eaten it down to the ground, like like Milton's has has. Uh, it's pretty much the yeah. leaves have been skeletonized. Yeah. I mean, just there ain't nothing destroyed. there. Yeah. And uh, well, well, the reason you that that that's good advice is that broccoli is a very fast producer and grower. If it has leaves, yeah, and fertilization. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, if you uh, you may you may as well start over if you've let it okay. uh, let it get eaten up. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've been watching. I've got a neighbor on uh, Creek Trail that has a, a little garden in the in the front yard, and he's got. Uh, I guess he has no sunlight in the backyard. And I've been watching it, and uh, he he's got it completely encaged uh, or surrounded by a netting. Oh! And uh, it dawned on me the other day because it looked broccoli and said it's looking good, but uh, it it dawned on me the other day I, when I saw that netting around there. If you can keep that butterfly that lays the eggs, which is a small, a smaller white butterfly, yeah, it's white or gray, whatever you want to call it. Kind of nondescript. And uh, with a with a spot on its wings, it's dot on its wings. And uh, if you can keep that butterfly out of there, which he's doing, you don't have to spray. Oh, okay. Yeah, all, uh, all you like, got to do is have a cage structure and then the, yeah. the, the fabric. Yeah, that's all you got to do. It's easier to spray, I think. <laughs> well, that's what my neighbor's got. Uh, he's probably trying to keep the squirrels away and what a few deer we have in the neighborhood. And well, but there's still, uh, just, just, just as this uh, person that uh, came up and talked to me this, this morning about BT, you know, we still have people that don't like to spray even BT. She oh, was, yeah. She was worried it was not safe, and why? Why would you spray it if you didn't need to spray it? Do you and need? Do so. you need help with your mic? It it seems to be drooping. Yeah, I can't make it stay up. <laughs> Here, let me see. Okay, no, that's not gonna work. All right, there we go. Okay, I kind of got it. Okay, there we go. Okay. Um, don't forget. Uh, wait. Oh, okay. Wait. Oh, 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 you were you were so close. Okay. Here, we'll we'll fix it during the break. I'll try to fix it during okay. the break. Okay. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It's okay. Let it be. 
Let it be. That sounds like a song. Okay. Y'all keep talking. Yep, I think you got it. Okay. So, just, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. yeah sorry, <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> we can hear you. Okay. So, I, was, I was excited about Calvin. I'll, I'll go to finish up the broccoli deal. Uh, they've got some beautiful broccoli out here, transplants. And so if your your plant has been devastated by worms, uh, by caterpillars, and uh, you don't want to spray, you know, I, I know a lot mm-hmm. of them, even though you could drink BT, a human can drink BT and not be affected. Uh, but, you know, they did have some... <laughs> Problems with that the BT getting in people's eyes, mm. you know the powder form. Because uh, I, I would say that. Well, it's a part of that particle. Da- yeah, that dangerous organic yeah. material. And that's the that's the issue with it uh, clogging sprayers yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, if you've been eating, if it, uh, you've eaten, lost a lot of leaf surface to uh, those hungry caterpillars. They don't know any better, by the way. They just want to get bigger and pupate into a butterfly and go, go about their business. But they, uh, uh, they've got some good replacement broccolis out here. Uh, they've got uh, the right varieties, and they've got big plants and little plants. So if you want to plant a lot of broccoli, you can plant some of both, and they're mature at a different different time. Uh, generally, uh, the large transplants of uh, of uh, uh, broccoli will take 60 days from transplant to harvest. 60 days. So that's going to be after Thanksgiving, isn't it? But anyway, hey, we have, it could be close. We got Todd on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Todd, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing well. Hope you all are doing well also. Hey, uh, question. So we've got some some very old uh, live oak trees, and some kids uh, took a screwdriver and hammer and, you know, took off the bark and some in some patches, probably about the size of, like, four hands. And so um, they didn't go very deep into the, beyond the bark, but I'm wondering what you suggest to do, if anything, to help the trees recover. Um, they took off, the, the deer took off the bark? Is that what you said? You know, the, uh, some not kids the screwdriver and a hammer. Yeah, Somebody they, they took off the bark. Away. Oh. Yeah, right. Uh, why How long it? ago? How long ago? Uh, yesterday. Okay, oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, j- just spray them with, uh, uh, you got a pruning paint? I, I don't, I, I don't, but I can get that. Or even, even if you got any latex paint works. Yeah. All you need, okay. the, 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 the key, what we're talking about is protecting the live oak from oak wilt. The key is to apply... Uh, with, uh, as quickly as you can, any kind of uh, uh, product that will will uh, deter these uh, sap beetles, but it's got to be fast because after five days, it's a waste of time. 
So just okay. if you got if you got uh, latex paint, that works great. Or or pruning paint is the typical way. We is do. it a is it a large tree? Large, yes, yeah, it's uh, about diameter. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Probably about two two arm, uh, you know, two guys putting their arms together to go around the tree. Oh yeah, that's a big one. Okay. Yeah. Now, I think uh, Kevin's so recommendation to... is right. Okay. Do we have to let it dry out since it's wet now, or just go ahead and put it on right now? Put it on. What, what did you say? Wait. No. Don't, don't wait. Do I, no. Just, just no. put it on. Okay. Yeah, I was just wondering because it's wet. You know, the tree's wet because of the oh, rain. Because it's yeah. wet. Oh no, that 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 won't that won't be a problem. Cool. Thanks, Tommy. Okay. Yeah, especially with liquor. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Cool. Did you want to come Bye-bye. on the air and tell us about what you're doing? Yeah. All right. Just step up to the mic and just start talking. You don't even have to hold the mic. We got you covered. Yep. You don't even have to hold it. Just, uh, yep, set up. So, just, yeah, so tell us what's going on today. You can introduce yourself. Um, hi, um, I'm Yvonne Chavez Garza from University Health System, and Millbers was so um, generous to have us out here today doing some mammograms, being that it is Breast Awareness Month. Yeah. So, we are out here in the back part of the facility, and for those who don't have health insurance, we do have some grants that the hospital is providing. Oh, wow. For those who want to come out, we're here till 2 o'clock. So come on out and um, get your mammogram done. I know with COVID, we've been kind of hidden and we've missed them. So yeah. we definitely want to get back on track. Well, that's interesting. So can they just, so we were kind of promoting that you needed to, an appointment was necessary, but they can just come on out? Is that yeah, I, I do walk-ins also. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, their parking is easy. So come, uh, we will find a parking spot for you. So come on. And not only is University giving away a lot of different little goodies, but Milberg's also offering $10 gift cards to all those who are getting a mammogram today. And Trey okay. said, uh, I asked when I came in, Trey said there were a few people that were, were back there taking advantage of this. That's yep. great. No, and that's good about the, uh, um, you're going to be here till 2. Mm-hmm. So how do people qualify for the grant if they don't have insurance? Because I've known people that, that delayed having mammograms because they didn't have insurance. So, Well, every so often, um, university does have these grants available for, for those who don't have insurance. And uh, basically, it's because you don't have insurance, we can get you covered. Um, if you have to go to a next step because something is seen or found, then that's a different process that sure. you get, have more grant funding but it's more uh, qualifications. For this part, it's not very much. So... If you don't, even if you don't have insurance, come knock on the store, and you'll find you'll get them involved in this. Uh, you don't even have to knock on the door. I'm sitting outside <laughs> under the tent. Okay, very cool. That's that's good to know. So um, you're here till two, and then um, yeah. So we encourage folks if they know of somebody that's been thinking about it um, to go ahead and um, just. Come on down. Yeah, come on down today till 2 at Mill Burgers. This is a cool thing. It's the first time we've done this, and I hope it's a big success. It's you know, been yeah. a great turnout so far. Good. Yeah, you yeah. know it would be good, too, if you had a neighbor that you know that yeah, that's what needs I was attention, and you worry about whether she does have insurance. Yeah, just bring it up, and don't even be shy. Just yeah. Bring her anyway. She'll enjoy the pumpkins. Yeah. Exactly. And for those who missed this event, yes. you can always go to our website, which is healthyuexpress.com, which the U is the letter, 
Okay. And it shows us all our facilities where we're going to be at. Um, most of them are insurance, but if it says open to community, that means we have the grants. Okay. So they can always come to any of the open ones with the insurance, without insurance. It's um, does insure and does insurance. And I'm, 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 there's lots of talk about insurance, so I'm, my mind is confused. So, do many policies cover uh, mammograms fully? Or yes. okay, there's only a handful that we don't accept, but um, we'll let you know before you go on board, and we take care of that prior. Okay, so yeah, that's great. Well, will you come by before the show? Well, do you want to come by again at round one, and we'll do one more reminder? That is perfectly fine. I'll be back. Cool. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. I did not know about the grants. Um, uh, that's that's exciting news for some people because I have known other people that delayed getting a mammogram, delayed getting because they didn't have insurance, so that's good to know. Um, and, again, Calvin had a great idea. If you know of someone uh, that maybe uh, is in need or uh, but has hesitated because uh, they're worried about the cost or insurance, then... And they're probably uh, have been at home for because of the COVID. Yeah. So if, yeah. so it's probably just another, even even if it doesn't turn out successful, which I think it will. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to come on out here to Millbrook. There's lots of action. Yeah. Beautiful flowers, all the pumpkins, puppies and kids. Yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. Jerry Parsons. Oh, he's a treat, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> we do have him caged, so you're... Well, yeah, and don't feed him, because <laughs> he'll follow you home. We, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. You, you feed him, you keep him. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. The Blood Drive's coming up next week, too. Millburgers October Blood Drive is next week, and uh, we will all talk more about that as well right after this on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Burgers Gardening, South Texas. So today, Al is going to pick music from Johnny Nash, who passed away last week, and Johnny Bush, who passed away yesterday. Who? Johnny Bush. Oh, no. Yeah. Johnny, uh, pretty much a legend in South Texas. A well-deserved legend. Um, So uh, Spider-Man Pest Control is your web of protection. That's another legend. Spider-Man actually is a legend. What's cool about Warren Remy, it's a good segue, Calvin, thank you, is that Spider-Man is not only, I mean, when you have people that have been using him now since 1994, going on 25 years, and they post that on Facebook or Google, uh, when you have other pest control companies calling Warren and Spider-Man Pest Control to get advice on an issue that they have that's tough, um, he is a legend when it comes to pest control. He's built a great business based on providing results and customer satisfaction, uh, and that includes every aspect of it. Um, so if you've got a pest control problem uh, and you uh, want to get rid of them, give Warren Remy and Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control a call. You won't be disappointed with the great job they do 
It's GoSpidermanPest.com, GoSpidermanPest.com, or you can call them, 210-656-3721. They're closed today. Believe a message, they'll get right back to you, 210-656-3721. As cooler weather comes, some of the uh, problems change. Uh, Rats were a big issue, so uh, we need to get Warren on the line to talk a little bit about them rats and what they're doing. So. Uh, 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I knew in my heart that Calvin would come around sooner or later. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm looking at his article in today's paper. Uh-huh. Got some. got a male and female... Uh, Cardinal on the bottom, uh, at the front of his article, and he writes, I'm just reading this, this is the way it is, in some neighborhoods, sparrows, one of my favorite birds. (laughs) I have a feeling that was added. No, no. American sparrow. Oh. Uh, You discriminate against (laughs) the English sparrows? American sparrows are, are some of the things like song sparrows and white crown sparrows and, and those. What yeah. different? What are the difference between those and a English sparrow? Well, I mean, yeah, American. Sparrow. Well, because they uh, they're native. The American sparrows are native to America, and English sparrows are native to England. <laughs> Someplace else, yeah. But I mean, what uh, uh, what's different about yeah, the uh, birds? Oh, they have uh, different habits. Uh, just just like the person that sent the email today, the English sparrows will overwhelm a feeder. The yeah. American sparrows, you'll you'll get a pair or two pair that'll hang around but not aggressively. And so, you, you, just a different behavior and. Uh, English sparrows nest in uh, uh, houses, and uh, the American sparrows generally nest uh, in uh, ne- nests they build, other than uh, house house finches. Are. Well, the English people are just trying, the sparrows are just trying to get out of the weather. <laughs> you may be taking this too personally, Joe. <laughs> hey, hold the thought for a second, because okay. we, we got Mark on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Mark, welcome to the show. What's going on with your crepe myrtle? Oh, uh, well, hello, guys. Um, I've got a crepe myrtle. A friend of mine's got a crepe myrtle, and they've got, like, these webs in the tree. And it looks like the leaves are dying where the webs are. Is the is the web uh, up in the limbs or is it on the trunk? It's in the limbs. It's on the leaves and the limbs. Okay. Is it a big round ball? Yes. Or is it spread out along the trunk? They're balls. It's like a ball. Any cat- okay. caterpillars in there? I don't know. This is a picture that a friend sent. Oh. So. Okay. The, then I guess it's uh, webworms. Which okay. Should, they, they just didn't appear overnight. They've been there for for a while if there's a big web up there. Now, yeah. The good, the good news is that the uh, 
the, the leaves are going to fall off of crape myrtle pretty soon anyway if they're not already. And uh, the webworms will go through their cycle of life, which goes from a worm to, a, I guess, a little butterfly. Uh, and then uh, they, uh, I think they overwinter in the in the soil, in the ground. But uh, oh, okay. if if there's still worms in there, in other words, within the web, uh, if they're still in the in within the web and they're eating the new leaves, or <laughs> I guess it'd be old leaves at this time of the year. Uh, the probably the easiest, uh, most effective way to get rid of them is simply take a long pole. I assume they're up in the top, and uh, yeah. tear tear that web open. Okay. And that'll let that'll let wasp in there, and uh, they'll clean them up for you. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, um, you don't have to spray them or anything else. But now make sure there's living. Little caterpillars in there, in the in in the web, within the web. Oh, okay. If if not, if it's just the web up there, you don't need to do anything. Okay. Except pull pull the web out with a long pole, uh, and uh, to get rid of the ugliness of the web. Oh, okay. All right. So it's not hurting the tree any. No, not at this stage of the game. Now, next, next, it's kind of unusual. I guess it's kind of unusual to see them on crape myrtle. Yeah, especially this time of the year. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're big time on pecans and, uh, uh, and uh, not so much hackberries. Uh, but I, I've seen them on several different trees. Next spring, about uh, April or May, Tell them to look all look up uh, up and down that crape myrtle after they leafed out, and make sure that they're not forming another big web in there, and starting okay. to eat the leaves. Oh, okay. The best, again, the best way to control them even then is to tear the web open uh, and let the wasp get in there with them. And okay. those wasps, those wasps can find them within a matter of hours. It's amazing oh, okay. how fast cool. those wasps find them. Cool. All righty. All right. Well, good. Oh, I got. I have got one more question about a crepe myrtle. Sure. Go ahead, okay. Mark. What you got? Um. So I've had one uh, in my yard now, and like it looked like one of the limbs just started to die. The rest of the tree looked fine, and it's sprouting new new limbs from the base. But the one limb looked like it was just dying. And that was that was earlier in the summer. So, did it eventually die? Well, it just the leaves were dropping, turning brown, and everything. And the rest of the tree looked fine. It just looked like it was one limb that was doing it. Well, and now <laughs> I mean now I've got new sprouts from the bottom of the tree. Yeah. Go, uh, usually those are, those are cut off. Those new sprouts from the bottom right, yeah. are usually taken off. So, yeah, and, I'm, and I'm make it, make it a, a one trunk or most a trunk tree. Yeah, and you can sure, lose, sure. you can typically lose a number of branches off of a cape myrtle. Yeah. In a, t- a typical year. A, a lot of times, uh, 
trace, take that, look at that limb, and go yeah. all the way back to where it's attached to the next largest limb. Okay. And see, see if you don't see some damage on the wood there. A lot of times okay. those stupid squirrels will scratch them to get water out of them. Okay. But uh, and and that can uh, cause the uh, limb to look if it's a smaller limb to die. Yeah, they are small limbs. I mean, they're about a little larger than a pencil, maybe. And yeah, just cut the ones that show that damage off back to the next okay. largest branch. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. So, thank you for calling. Thanks, man. All right. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And we were talking before, uh, or rather during the break, before we came back on the air, we want a report from the herb market. Uh, so if you went, tell us how it was, and uh, uh, how long does it go on today? Is it today? Is it over by think, now? That, no, I think it goes from is like it? eight to twelve or something like oh, that. Well, then it's over. Oh yeah. Okay, give us a report <laughs> or a review. Well, uh, if it's <laughs> over, <laughs> we'll get a review. Yeah, we'll get a review of it. So, all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308-8867. So, so there's a difference between an English sparrow and an American sparrow. Oh, yeah. So says Calvin. Right. An American sparrow. I trust Calvin when it comes to the birds. <laughs> I, I, I think you'd pro- probably count that as a family. Or um, there's a lot, there's several, a lot of genuses that are included in American sparrows, but... Uh, yes, there's a there's a, yeah. a lot of difference between uh, English and American sparrows. Will the American sparrows go into the into the uh, uh, Martin boxes? The American sparrows generally no. They won't. Mm-hmm. No, they're too. This is suspicious. They're just building up a case for American there. sparrows. Do the English sparrows chirp with an accent? <laughs> that was that was Al's question back at the station. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Al, mind your own business. Uh, he doesn't want you to help him, Al. Thank you, though. Uh, uh, don't, don't encourage Jerry. I remember when I put put that uh, bird feeding box up uh, uh, outside my uh, invalid mother's uh, window. And that's the first thing she said. She said, Jerry, those sparrows are going to get all that seed. And I told her, I said, Mother, I don't care if buzzards come out there. You're going to be looking at birds out the window. They're going to make you happy. Oh, so, right but the sparrows never did bother her boxes. Ah. Well, the American sparrows... Of course, I'm with her. I, you know, that w- that would be very desirable if you saw song sparrows, and, yeah. and white crowned sparrows, and uh, those are because they never they never come in huge. Chipping sparrows, you've seen a lot then a lot of times. Uh, they they sometimes come in little larger groups. But yeah, this was in Tennessee. Yeah. Well, these are, all three. These all are three Tennessee sparrows, and they might they're, 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 <laughs> they're here too. They migrated. Uh, and roosted in our trees in the front yard. Oh, the whole... Uh, the uh, whole sweet gum trees. Huh? Huge sweet gum trees. 
would be full of, I guess there were English sparrows. Yeah, maybe may an American sparrow. Because they were, they were. Some, well, some, some migrate a bit, but you're right. It, I guess it could be Ameri- uh, English sparrows too, because they group, they move in large groups. Oh, these are small. They were, they were about a thousand. They're a huge, huge number. Oh, so we mentioned um, the blood drive next week. Yeah. This week was supposed to be something that has been moved to next week. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, before I, uh, I, get, I get you, my, I get you in trouble. I get my little sale. No, no, it's something that you're a part of that you said was pushed back a week. Oh, oh, yeah. We're gonna have. A... Is that our tour? No, no, no. <laughs> I, but we can talk about that too. But no, Jerry's red, white, and blue blue bonnets. I didn't know if oh, they were still. Yeah. T- oh yeah. man. Are they still scheduled for next week? Yeah. If Trace comes up. Uh, they should be on this week's inventory, which he, which he gets tomorrow. Oh, okay. That he orders from. Right. But uh, I've, I've heard they're, they're moving through the process of producing a transplant. But I talked to the grower, uh, I guess last week, and uh, he said he could have them. He could, they're sellable by this week. <laughs> but prefer, but, but they the, but they're in uh, four and a half inch. In other words, they're in larger containers, and he wants to grow larger plants. Okay, which is a good idea. Yeah, because with a larger plant, you can uh, transplant them easier, and things like that. Uh, it kind of sounds like he's. He, it's helping the homeowner because or whoever's buying them because he's they're taking care of them. Oh, longer yeah. and getting them healthier, so absolutely, we're not going to see blooms until spring anyway. No, they'll just sit there and hunker down. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we want them to hunker down, right? So they can take cold temperatures, but uh, we don't have cold temperatures. Yet. But it's, anyway, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I look forward to people planting some red, white, and blue designs uh, with blue bonnets. And uh, if you want blue bonnets in your landscape, uh, transplants probably the best way to go this year. Okay. Because yeah, you... there were no seed, there are no seed available. Uh, in fact, I got a call from Wild Seed this week, uh, looking for blue bonnet seed, and they can't. They, they've got the blues. But not the ladybird blue. Oh, which is the royal blue. They got, yeah, they got a, we got the best. The one. traditional blue. And it's in transplant. Now, last week, Trace was talking about he had ordered some uh, red maroon colors in pea pots. In pea pots. And also had ordered some uh, uh, ladybird Johnson royal blue. From the seed that I took to growers, they planted some earlier. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but the red, white, and blue won't definitely won't be here till probably the middle of next week. And you need to call before you come because something could happen. All right, 
210-308-8867. But we'll keep you informed. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. Give us a call. Uh, ask us some questions. Give us some reports on Herb Market, uh, Rio Grande Gold Peppers. Uh, anything else we want reports on? Tomatoes? Um, well, I harvested tomatoes. I'm sure a lot of other oh. gardeners out there did, too. So give us a report on that, too. All right. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. That will settle my brain It's my first one today And welcome back to Melberger's Gardening South Texas with Johnny Bush. Uh, and there stands the glass, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. It's toll-free, 866-308-8867 if you want to give us a call. Whoops, what was that? What would you drop? Oh, no. You're, okay, I'll get it. Not mine. It's not? Oh, okay. Well, we'll still get in a minute. Where there's, it sounded like his hearing aids. Is that what fell? <laughs> He's got those uh, inexpensive brands. Yeah, yeah the, that fell well, on the thing. Either that or an anvil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. I don't know where y'all... Did you walk walk in from the front? Back then? came this way. Yeah. Uh, I walked in from the front, and right there at the uh, entrance, well... Kind of to the uh, north of the entrance, main entrance, to Melbourne Nursery, they've got the most beautiful display of salvia lucantha, Mexican bush sage that I've ever seen in solid and full bloom. And it's the one with the little, there's several selections of uh, lucantha, and uh, this one. It's, it's just like the one that's in their ad on the, on the website, and uh, it attract it says attracts butterflies and bees and hummingbirds and everything else, and it's in full solid bloom. It's regularly uh, 19.99 on sale for 16.88 in the uh, number uh, number three. Which is three gallon. Well, formerly known as a three gallon. Yeah. And it's deer resistant. And blooms in the summer until first frost. And in the fall, it becomes, uh, there's new new emphasis in terms of butterflies. Yeah. Nectar. Yeah. So if you're... You're worried about a lack of blooms. This sounds like this might be a solution for you. Yeah. It's some of those. They could, you could leave them in a container. You could plant them out. Tougher. They're tougher than nails. Yeah. And uh, it's a good salvia. They like, and the hummingbirds like them too. No. Oh, yeah. Big time. All right. Hang on to that thought. We'll get back in a moment. Margaret is on the line. Got a ligustrum issue. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Margaret, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Uh-oh. Margaret, are you there? Oops. Margaret, we accidentally lost you, so call us back. 210-308-8867. Did I have disconnect or what? No, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'll quit that. 
Yeah. He's had busy messing with those American sparrows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the American sparrow, the, the English sparrows cut the cut Margaret off. Does the English sparrow have more poop than the no. American sparrow does? We'll find out after we Per individual? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, but certainly total. They that, that's what compli- they complain about, the, uh, the English sparrow. Well, well, we it, got it, Margaret back. It's, uh, <laughs> that's because it's conveniently depo- inconveniently deposited the American, uh, English sparrow. Oh, okay. Margaret, welcome back. Sorry we lost you. What's going on? Well, I'm calling because I have these large wax-leaf legustrums, like two-story tall. They're really, really old. And I want to cut them down. I'm tired of them being trees. I want to cut them down to, if I cut them down, will they bush out instead or or not? They're old? Oh, they're legustrum, aren't they? I know, but she said they were old, I think. Yeah, they're like, gosh probably 40 years old. I mean, they're real tall trees now, and I want to cut them down and make them bushes again. Like the six well, they will. They'll, they'll make, if you, if you give them a, a tension, they'll make a, uh, a shrub, but you got to stay after stay after it because they'll, they'll want to make another tall tree. I've gone through that. I'm, uh, <laughs> I've, re- I've reduced the number in my yard uh to one or two large ones, but they're they're not easy. But, uh, you, but you haven't cut them down to try to make them bushy, have well, you? I know I've cut them I've cut them down to try to make them disappear. <laughs> but I've I've cut them down and then used uh, that one of those favorite our favorite products, cut vine and stump killer. Yeah, and I got them huh? on the trunk, and that works pretty well. Mm-hmm. Well, I was wondering if I could keep it, cut them to like five feet so, tall. So yes, you can. It's that. just you, you got two. Cho- you got a couple of choices. You can uh, kill them with the uh, that herbicide, or you can just uh, spend, spend a lot of time yeah, pruning so them to yeah, so. control their size. Because they're not. There's no bushes till you get about. One story, and then there's leaves. I mean, they're all woody now, like tree trunks. Right. And so, and so yeah, if I the, cut them about five feet, it'll start. It'll grow some leaves on the sides of it, or just on the top. Yeah, they'll put out leaves. They'll they'll want to grow t- tall. That'll be their first choice. But if you keep cutting at the, that height, then they'll it'll force them to put leaves out down there. And, and they're they shade tolerant. They probably put out sprouts too. Yeah, oh yeah. And shade they're shade tolerant, so they'll they'll put out some leaves. And then they have all these little ones growing on the sides of them too. And you know, they're part of the original base, but they're all these little skinny ones growing up on along the sides of those fat ones. Right. Of, of the trunk. Right. So don't cut those either, let those bush out. Well, no, I, I, I think you you need to pick one or two or three that you're going to manage and cut everything else out and uh, uh, control it with cut vine and stump killer. Because okay. Because you, you get overwhelmed if you have 20 of them. Okay. All right. Thank you a bunch. Sure, Margaret. Good luck. 
Bye, Margaret. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, too. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You were going over some of the things that were on special. Yeah, uh, we were talking about the uh, Salvia Lucantha, which they have on sale, which is the Mexican bush sage. And uh, we used to say it it only bloomed in the fall, but uh, they've got selections now that I've seen in full bloom in the spring. So uh, I guess they're they're kind of they can bloom almost any time of the of the summer or winter, uh, summer or fall. Did you have a question? Come on up. You'll be on the air. Just start just talking, and you'll be on the air. Start. No, you, you, you don't have to touch it. Just, just we got you. <laughs> it's easier that way. There you go. There you go. What you got? Okay. Um, I have a uh, my friend. Um, I had that same problem. <laughs> I'm gonna have to come back to you. <laughs> Okay, we'll be here. Sounds like he's about our age. Yeah, must be. Yeah, I earned this. Well, we the way Jerry and I do it is that we take turns remembering. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes the timing's not really yeah. good. <laughs> no, when you think of the question, just give us, let us know. Come okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll back up. As soon as you turn around, it'll come to you. That's exactly what'll happen. All right. Yeah, we can identify with that. Uh, All right. Before he cranks up. That's amazing. You fast. (laughs) Okay, I I got a nectarine tree at at one of the the city tree giveaways. Oh, okay. And planted it in a beautiful spot, and it was doing great. And those lousy young bucks that wandered through my neighborhood, (laughs) you know, not the two-legged ones, the four-legged ones, rubbed it. And killed the main stalk, okay. okay, or the main stem, and now it's stump sprouting with about 26 uh, sprouts. Mm-hmm. Should I pull that sucker up yeah. and try again? Pull it up and uh, don't plant another nectarine. Plant a try to. We've identified a peach that is just every year performs very well. Nectarines are impossible to get them to do well here, but Texas, Florida King, Florida King. I'm sorry, Florida King. If you can latch on to that, it's it's steady every every year. It's very attractive, easy to take care of. Yeah. Now those those nectarines that were available over there were budded, had to had to be budded or grafted. So that stuff that's coming up from the root system is a is a root stock. Mm-hmm. In other words, not a good peach. Okay. So get a Florida King and you you'll be happy. Very good. Cool. All yeah, right. That, those deer did you. Now you're gonna have to fence that. Fence this uh, Florida hey. King. They love deer. Love the peaches. Yeah. Oh but yeah. I had a nice fence around it, and it was doing great. But my neighbors would kind of give me the stink eye, you know, when they drive by. Uh-huh. So I finally took the, the fence down because well, I thought we were, you know. You give them the stink eye now that your tree's there. There it is. <laughs> All right. Roll Thanks time. a bunch. Okay. Thank you, sir. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. Margie is on the line. Hey, Margie. 
How can we help you today? Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? I'm blessed. I have a question about uh, the fungicide F-stop. Okay. How good. often? How often do you apply that? Well, which one is it? F-stop. Oh. Well, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our recommended one for. What are you trying to control? Ground patch or takeoff patch? <laughs> That's that's what I'm trying to treat. Uh, I would have runners, and then they would die. So I got some F stop and applied it. But I know I want to know how often you have to do that. It'll 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 stop. It'll stop the spread whenever it's applied. Okay. the, the trick then is that you have to figure out why is it coming back every year. So if you got, if you well, got, this if is sta- the, starts this is out the at the first. This I'm is sorry. the first time I've uh, I've applied the F stop, and I I hope that it takes care of it. But I just needed I'm, to know if I needed to apply it more than once. Well. The, the usual thing is that you apply it to stop the spread of the disease, except right. except it does not stop the de- disease forever. Next year it might become back because there's a low spot in your yard or a spot that stays wet. That you walk through all the time? Yeah. Traffic through? So you, got, you, nope. you, 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 you apply your F-stop. Stop the disease this year, and then you try, and then you figure out why it's coming back, or why it why it started this year. And usually, okay. it's just a low just a low spot in the lawn that people walk through, or something. Yeah. No, nope, I don't have the low spot, and it does not stay wet. Okay. Uh, are we talking about brown patch here, where you have the circles of the grass? Uh, no, I have no circles, no sir. No circles? Nope. Is, I, have is one, I have one area in my yard that it's just brown because all the runners have died because of whatever. Well, that, that's not brown. That's yeah, not brown patch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, brown patch that's is. That's probably take-all patch. Brown yeah, patch. That, yeah, I thought maybe it was take-all because I put cornmeal on there last year. That's a joke. Are you? Is that coming in? Can you hear it, Jerry? She put, she put cornmeal on there. That know, didn't work. Rather, rather than making cornbread like you should have done with the cornmeal. Oh well, the squirrels liked it. No. <laughs> have you have you got a uh, master gardener in your neighborhood or anything that will help I you diagnose that? I don't think so. I I have no idea. Well, yeah, because uh, it's relatively easy to treat those things if you pick if you know which what you're treating. Yeah. That's why I was wondering if there's a. Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't know if there were. 
Well, take old patch. Well, hey, hey guys. Like. guys, Margie, can you hang on a second? We've got to get the news. We'll come right back to you. All right. 210-308-8867. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers on Forty Road. This is 930 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas at 9.30 a.m. The answer. Let's go back to the phone lines now. Uh, Margie is still on the line with us, I hope. Okay, Margie, you still there? Yes, sir. Okay, so what's going on? Margie, uh, did did that, was that uh, dried out? Was that brown when when we got the rains uh, a few weeks ago? I didn't get any rain. You didn't get any rain? Nope. Huh. <laughs> have you have you have you tried one one test that Jerry and I have been putting people through that are showing these kind of symptoms? Take your hose, just pick a couple places, and just generously water it uh, every other day for you know a week or so, and and see a lot of with this uh, dry, heat. And dry, a lot of them have turned out to be just drying out in our shallow soils. So we're we're a little we we wouldn't expect take all patch to be a problem now and not be a problem mu- several months ago. Yeah, when did it, when did the dry spots uh, show up first? Last year, that's when I used the cornmeal. Say what? Yeah, yeah. Last year, that's when she used the cornmeal. Okay. So it's been going on for over a year? Yep. Yeah. Uh, are there, are, is the spot expanding, getting larger? Well, it had been, yes. Yeah. Yep, had a big spot in the back. I have the... Uh, had the floor town grass, and I thought it was supposed to be disease resistant. And what what grass do you have? Floor town. Oh, you have floor town. Yeah. Did you get it? Did you get it at Millburgers? I did. All right. Uh, that was like. Six years ago, and it had been doing fabulous, and then all of a sudden this area, I guess it's about six foot wide by maybe nine, ten feet long. How bad? It just dried out like yours did? No. Yeah, it's... Red didn't dry. And the stem, the the runners or stems are dead, right, or have died? Yep, yep. They would die. They would put out a runner and then croak. <laughs> hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, usually, floor, if, it, if it's the true floor, Sam, which I assume yep. it is, you got it in Melbourne. Yes, uh, Then they... Uh, it is. It's some. It's somewhat symptom. Symptom. Asymptomatic. In other words, uh, it doesn't show the symptoms of brown patch. It can have actually have the uh, 
the disease or the organism, but not show the symptoms of dying back, like you're describing. Um, so, but you, you you're, you're, you're saying it's not spreading, right? Right, just in that one area. Okay. I mean, not, in that one area. I, yep, I have uh, I have healthy grass. Uh, I have a good section of healthy grass, and then that one section, like I said, and I have applied the F stop to it. So I'm hoping that that will keep it from okay. getting worse. Okay, we'll see if see if that works. Uh, did you say your whole yard was in Floritown? It had been, yep. Okay, okay, but I mean, you've still got green spots left yeah, yes. of Floritown's grass, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I would, uh, <laughs> I would uh, get you some pieces. And uh, uh, floor tam, which you can order. You have to order it here at Millburger uh, and tell them what, what you need a half a flat or something, half mm-hmm. a uh, pallet, and uh, and and sod it back with floor tam. Right. After, after, since you've already used the F stop. Okay. And uh, that that's that's your best bet. Sounds good. Sounds good, Mr. Parsons. Well, thank you. Thank right. you for calling. I hope this solves your problem. I hope so, too. You have a blessed day. Okay, you good too. Thank yeah. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You take care. Right. 210-308-8867. Vicki is on the line. Vicki, thanks for waiting. How can we help you today? Well, good morning to all of y'all. Good afternoon. Um, good I afternoon, Vicki. I called last week. Sir? Okay. I called last week about this uh, tree that was in my son's yard. It, yeah, anyway, that was with uh, the white, the fragrant one? Yes. Yeah, it has a, a like a size of a large pecan fruit. And I wanted to know if you could eat it or whatever. My son was supposed to, um, I just told him now, he said he put that on my phone, but I didn't know how to send it, or I didn't even know he put it on it. But what I'm going to tell you is, uh, we found out what the name was. It's Hawaiian. Oh, What's the name? Hawaiian Gava Fruit Tree. What is it? Hawaiian Gava Fruit Tree. Yes. <laughs> well, if it's a Gava, you can eat it. Yeah, that's just unusual that well, it's yeah. producing. We never. But I mean, how, how how old is the tree? Oh, my gosh, it's probably, uh, see what my son bought this house. It's very old, uh, uh, maybe 98, uh, maybe 20 years old. And it's, it wanted and, down frozen back. Yeah, it's and it's growing here, huh? Uh, yes, and it's up near the house, and it's already, it leans, and you have to trim it. I trimmed, I cut out all of it. That's why I always break my leg climbing trees at 82. Can you believe that? How do you do but it, any- Vicky? Stop that. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, who, would, who, who identified it for you? Uh, one of the nurseries on Bandera. Okay. 
Okay. Whatever the name of it is. Yeah, either Rainbow or uh, The Garden. I think it's a garden. Okay. Well, good. Anyway. We'd have never so got just, that. <laughs> I just wanted y'all to know, and you probably can. Well, thank you. And when it's hot, it blooms three times a year, you know, and it has fruit. But it's usually yeah. supposed to, they said one time, so I don't know. I just wanted to let y'all know. Maybe okay. you can look at it. Thanks for calling. We'd have never guessed that. Thank you. All right, you take care. So y'all have a good afternoon, good day, and enjoy your program. Bye. You too. Stay out of those trees, Vicky. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Okay. Bye. A little too late, huh? All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. They got some beautiful snapdragons for sale. They sure do, don't they? And, uh... I guess the name is uh, Snapshot, Shot, and Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. Sonic. Yeah, Sonic's the bigger one. Uh, but I, I'm trying to remember if it's it's like 14 inches tall or if it's yeah. bigger than that. But uh, they're they're full of blooms over there. And they, they look good. Which one? Is, which ones uh, are they? Uh, yellow. See the yellow of the pansies. Yeah. And behind that. Oh, There's okay. Bench the, behind that. Oh, good. It, yeah, that must be the. the they got sonic. a lot of them. Sonic. And they're full some bloom. Pink, some yeah. pink there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were they're in four-inch containers, pots, four-inch pots, and they were a dollar twenty-nine and on sale for ninety-eight cents. Oh. And so uh, you can get some of those now. The blooms on them now. Won't carry you through, but after these blooms fade, you can cut those blooms off, the stalk bloom stalks off, and they'll force up new bloom stalks during the during the winter, and they will go through the winter, and then uh, really put on a show for you the next spring. Yeah, it's uh, it's always uh, uh, it's the the choice to replace zinnias in the. Uh, cut flower garden in the winter time, and the oh, oh like just like Jerry mentioned, the the key is uh, when you get a fall bloom, and then you if you had a mild winter, you would get uh, snapdragons all the way through, but usually you get a you get a pause there, and then they come in the the really big shows in that early spring again. Kevin, I want you to ask this lady if it's too early to plant pansies. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> She's got a wagon full of pansies. Well, I was looking at the, uh, uh, oh, our primrose and our, <laughs> what are our pretty r- red and white ones, Milton? The primrose? The, oh, no, the cyclamen? Cyclamen this morning. So I almost went and uh, got a bunch yeah, of I've I, seen, I've seen several people walking around with cyclamen. Calvin's resistance is breaking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, last week he was firm. I'm not getting cyclamen. Yeah. Blah, 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 and, and then this week he comes in. Yeah, I think I might get a cyclamen. <laughs> I even brought my pickup truck. Yeah, so oh, man. That's, a, that's, a, that's a good sign for the nursery. I think he's, he's had that faraway look in his eyes. He just keeps when, staring over there. When people drive, people pull a wagon full of them by. Yeah. yeah. He thinks that somebody's going to get ahead of him. 
But uh, uh, the pansies <laughs> are killer. Uh, the, the yellow ones out there with the faces are beautiful. Well, and if you want a plant, this you want a the plant that's going to bloom, it's blooming right now, and it's going to continue to bloom all the way through that January pause we're talking about. Pansies are your choice. Yeah. They, they bloom. Of course, they're, they're not generally used as cut flowers, but, boy, they're showy in the garden. And uh, looking at the vegetables uh, coming up here, and they, uh, they've they got a lettuce mix out there. Mm. Uh, but And then they've got some of that colorful lettuce out there, bright lights, I think we call it. Swiss uh, chard. It's bright lights. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that was switch chart I was looking at. But uh, and then of course we've got uh, free Crawford lettuce seed here. Yeah. Can the people who got it plant it now? Yeah. Okay. Good. I was just double checking. Calvin well, said yes, and I was just uh, getting you know a second opinion. Yeah. And uh, they said uh, Trey said they had spinach last week. In. Oh, good. So I don't know. I haven't seen any spinach. We'll have to uh, go check. I, I imagine they got this, uh, some early spinach now. But uh, they had yeah. it last uh, last weekend. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, if you want to be able to cut some spinach by uh, uh, Thanksgiving, you better go ahead and plant it out now, as, as well as your lettuce. Because uh, spinach is a slow grower, but uh, it's worth the wait, so to speak. And, of course, they still got the uh, fall citrus on sale. And the fresh shipments had just arrived. And they've got uh, <laughs> regularly uh, in no- number fives, Milton. Right. Uh, Almost at number six. Forty-four ninety-nine, and on sale for thirty-eight eighty-eight. So, uh, and I, if you if you look at the fall at the Millburgers uh, news uh, sales letter every week, which I do, of course, uh, they've got a picture uh, for for fall citrus trees. Of a big, a big uh, I guess that's a satsuma hanging there uh, that's in got a bottleneck on the top of it, and uh, that makes for a good picture, but the fruit is hollow, and mm. uh, when you do when you see them, and you see that on a lot of young trees, where you have a huge fruit fruit with a little bubble on top and then you break it open and it's nothing but uh, pulp so but now that that will stable that tree will stabilize and have smaller fruit but full of juice later on the this uh, large fruit like that usually occurs uh, on a, on young trees uh, my citrus is still uh, Expanding, getting larger, and um, I think I think I'm seeing more fruit in the front yard. Brought there by a squirrel. Oh, I was wondering what. Now I, I put up with those squirrels doing a lot, 
but I will not put up with them eating my citrus. Mm. So this this may take. Are you sure it's not English sparrows and cockroaches? <laughs> I don't think they could get it to the front yard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they if they weren't being so frugal, whatever's eating this, and I'm assuming it's a squirrel, because they they split the fruit in half, and then they eat the uh, juice sacks out of the fruit that they split in half. So they're very methodical methodical about it. But uh, I can't, I can't, can't give up my citrus. You know, that's the only thing I've been watering this year. The uh, and of course they still got the winterizer fertilizer on sale. And Calvin says in his uh, this week in the garden that it's not too late to fertilize with winterizer fertilizer. Oh, good. Eighteen six twelve. Uh, that's the uh, analysis. The radio ra- ratio is uh, uh, six. Three one two. Yeah, three one two. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and Kevin uh, hits upon the reason that we use a three one two ratio. That's not all nitrogen, as my friend Neil says. I recommend uh, is it is it at it's to, it it allows the lawn to organize the nutrients for maximum cold tolerance this winter and a fast green up in the spring. I wish I could find that original A and M uh, release on on that one arise. Seems like it. At one time was on plantanswers.com. It might, it's probably hidden someplace in one of your, one of your papers. Yeah, it could it could be, but uh, I'll I'll look again. But it, it 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 outlined the research that went into that analysis. They didn't come up with it overnight, and uh, and they, they put the a fa- the uh, deal and they ran tests all over the state. And to find out that that uh, that ratio, three one two or uh, like uh, uh, eighteen six twelve, or or it can be a four one two two. Um, actually, gave the lawn maximum cold tolerance, and the the ingredient. That did that was the uh, potassium, and I told last week about how uh, Dixondale Farms uh, onion growers found that if they added some potassium to their fertilization before they planted the onions, that it actually gave the onions several degrees of cold tolerance that they didn't have before. So uh, this has been proven over and over. And so, uh, buddy Neils, uh, you know, his uh, his is saying that just use all nitrogen slow release fertilizer in the fall. Uh, that goes against the research. Hmm. Okay. I, so uh, there's uh, Millburgers is selling the uh, winterizer lawn fertilizer. 
Hey, before we take a break, I want to talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited. You know, we've mentioned a lot of bit about nature today. We've talked about English sparrows, American sparrows. We've talked <laughs> about squirrels. We've talked about cardinals. If you want to uh, have the best chance of attracting all kinds of beautiful nature to your yard, birds and, and wildlife, then you need to go over there and talk to Kyle and Bill at the uh, Wild Birds Unlimited right there at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Uh, what I like best about it is these guys have a beautiful relationships with their uh, with their staff and with their um, sorry with their customers that they've built up over the years, uh, we got to get a, a, a. I'm curious how long we'll have to ask Kyle how long that store has been open because I'm guessing it's since before the turn of the century, uh, and um, they probably have customers that have been with them the whole time too. And I think they like the idea. These guys are problem solvers. There's new products coming out. Wild Birds Unlimited carries them. So uh, if you're looking for a great place to get all this stuff from feeds and seeds, are you to saying hats, Bill is a problem solver? Bill is a problem solver. Oh, I, has, hasn't he I think his, of him in terms of problem just, causer. Yeah. <laughs> You're just problem comp pause. Bill is a problem yeah. solver. Um, but anyway, the poor Bill. I wonder oh, if, Bill, a, I wonder if a, Bill ever hears us talking it's a, about yeah, it. It's a wonderful, wonderful retailer, and the, yeah. the staff there is uh, just will help you solve whatever problem you have. So uh, it's, uh, of course, a... Uh, uh, Sorry, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Uh, you can go by and visit them at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. And uh, it's uh, the number is 210-479-BIRD, BIRD, 210-479-BIRD for Wild Birds Unlimited. All right, uh, give them a call and learn more. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. But I finally got to talk to uh, Jim over there at uh, Builder Systems Group, a local company doing uh, security, and he said that uh, he filled me in on all the things they do around building a smart home, and it is amazing uh, what they can do. Um, so uh, what, what he did was we went into their, their smart room, uh, and uh, they, uh, they kind of showed me. They, it's all hooked up to a, a little smart device, and I, I can't say the name of it because when I do over the radio, it will uh, trigger them, I think. But, uh, he, so we'll call it Fred. He, he, he kind of said, good morning, Fred. And Fred said, good morning. And then Fred opened all the wind, all the blinds, turned on the lights, started brewing the coffee, whatever. I mean, it was just amazing, all these things that can be done remotely. Shot the now. dog in the front yard? Pretty much. It would be <laughs> reported on the dog. But you need to know if you're looking for uh, a smart home that BSG is a great place to go. Go to bsgtexas.com, and you'll see all the stuff that they do. Uh, but, um, you know, they were talking about some of the stuff. Uh, uh, that they do, and here's their promise to you. You won't find better technology, and you won't find a better price. Uh, these guys do their research. They see what's out there from hanging a, um, 
Oh, a flat screen TV on a wall and making it look smooth and clean and doing all this stuff with it to making your home a smart home to doing your uh, your thermostat. BSG can make it all happen for you. Go to bsgtexas.com to learn more. bsgtexas.com or 210-877-1222. You'll be amazed. BSG Texas. I did. They thought that they thought it was hilarious and they said yes, we can <laughs> they can give you the video of it. You can you there can you, you can broadcast it on your home so all the neighbors can see it. They can make it happen. They said They'd have video. They do videos. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. Yeah, the cameras take, will save the videos. So there you go. All right, Trace is up on the porch with That's us. Let me make Trace. sure you were going to ask Trace something, but I don't remember what it well, was. I heard my name a while right. back. This is the first chance I got to come up here. Good. That's okay. We'd rather you Absolutely. be busy. We, we love having you up here, but we want you to be busy. What's going on up back? Lots of. Uh, um, well, the last time I was back there, it's been an hour, and they, they had uh, twelve, I think, is what, and they thought that was a good number. Oh, oh, good. Oh, on the good. No, no, no. That's great. She came up and did a great job. I kind of assumed that she hadn't come back because they were busy. I hope so. so. Yeah. No, it's and uh, she filled us in on some other stuff. We're talking about the mammogram uh, from University Health Systems. It's here. The their their bus. Uh, and what I didn't know was if you don't have insurance. They've got some grants available, and you've still got. You can actually come now. Just she's out there waiting. You can talk to her, and they'll they'll see you. So if you've been putting it off because you didn't have insurance, they may be able to help you cover the cost of that, which is great. Uh, good. I, I was hoping that's why she hadn't come by, and she just wasn't angry at us. Um, which could happen too. Well, Jerry could do that to anybody. Yeah, I know. He says he's skilled at that. Do we happen to know how much it would cost without insurance? Uh, I don't know, but I think it's pretty expensive. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It I, I don't honestly know. And they're all different. Yeah, they are, because the different yeah. insurance companies do different things. But but there are people that might put it off. And so this is a good thing that Millburgers is doing, and I hope we do it again. Uh, I'm sure and we there, will. And there's easy parking. Yeah. So come, you know, come and just take, take one of the alternate uh, entries into the nursery, bring your mask, and then... We'll find you a, par- a parking spot, and yeah. then you can go yeah. get the test. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, what we were asking about was, uh, I think last week you said you had some uh, red maroon blue bonnets in and two and a half inch. Yeah, I have tech secrets still out there, but I did. Okay, and they said you said you had some spinach in. I did. I have tech secrets still out there. <laughs> Oh, okay. I got I'm pretty sure it's out there. You, uh, and Milton's going to need a replacement broccoli. Oh, I haven't shown Trace my picture yet. Uh, <laughs> and he had, he I think had something some, ate it. I'll show, uh, it to you, I'll show it to you in a minute. He had some tropical milkweed, too, and there's just a few left there. Uh, We've been watching them. Go. And, uh, but the uh, the other thing that uh, was uh, Jerry, you would mentioned the uh, Mexican bush sage. It's and it looks like a wave of purple out there. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's a landscape, uh, attractive landscape addition. It's also, if you're looking for something that's going to meet the needs of the butterflies and hummingbirds, that's that's another plant that and, does the And job. out of the salvias, I think it looks its best during the winter when everything else is right. down. That one right. has a very good chance of uh, foliage and, uh, and staying green. Something was eating on that? What do you think, Chris? Uh, I think you had a cabbage looper. Uh. <laughs> yeah. 
But he's very full now, uh, <laughs> so he's probably not causing any more damage. <laughs> you know, when there's only that two inches of, of trunk standing uh. there, you would think he could find the caterpillar. <clears throat> it looks like it's skeletonized. Yeah, yes. that's what I said. Do you want to post this on Plan Answers? <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what to look for? That's embarrassing. <laughs> when it's too late. <laughs> Uh, All right, I'll get another it, one to try again. It's, well, we, it's going to recover, by the way. Oh, will it? Just uh, don't lay more. We noticed okay. that you uh, uh, got a re, uh, the uh, pumpkin supply replenished, too. Well, that was a challenge in itself. So this morning, <laughs> there was no more pumpkins. What? Other than what we had on hand. But I uh, got another source. He's got, he knows a guy. And uh, Yeah, I know a guy who knew a guy. And, um, <laughs> so I got ten more bins in, and we'll see how they sell. They're a little bit smaller. Than the last couple batches, but, yeah. there, but is, got, there is a shortage. <laughs> you got some little ones then too. Yep, got little when, little white ones and little uh, orange ones and yeah. little Pokemon. Oh, sounds funny, but Pokemon is uh, it's either orange with white stripes or white with orange stripes, whichever wow. you get it. That's uh yeah the when Mel and I were walking out last we've Sunday, got, we've got to alert the uh, parents that this may be the first conflict they have with their uh, two-year-olds yeah if they don't uh, uh decide that they can have their choice of the little pumpkins do you think you've saw more of those little ones this year than ever before seems the same like pumpkins yeah. this year already than ever yeah before. yeah any size any color it's been uh, interesting and the neat thing about these pumpkins especially the small little ones is they'll last way through christmas they could. Maybe even. Well, they will. Depends on how they're handled. Yeah, if they're not. It's like a tomato. You bruise it, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it a matter of time. Yeah, most most people don't carve the little ones. No, you can't. Little babies. I've, I've, I've tried before. So what do you do with yours, Jerry? You just keep it in your pocket uh, when you yeah. walk around? Yeah, uh, they put them in displays. So, so I have a story. With flowers. A right. pumpkin story. All right. Uh, about eight years ago, I bought a fairy tale pumpkin. So for those of you who don't know, it's one of those pumpkins that look like somebody sat on it. Okay. <laughs> Short and fat. There you go. Um, it stayed on my porch through Halloween. I didn't carve that one. Okay. Um, the next Halloween, it looked just like it did for the first <laughs> Halloween. What? Yeah, that's the key. The that's third the... Halloween. Oh, oh my no. gosh, where did you store like this did, thing? Just on the front porch. I never moved it. Well, okay. Third Halloween, it looked just like it did the first Halloween. Fourth Halloween. Oh, no. Wow. It had hollowed out. Huh. And was brown instead of orange and brown. Yeah. That's, that, you got your money's worth. Boy, the, you did. The, the next Halloween, it kind of broke in half. <laughs> so it was... Uh, then it went to the recycle bin. Now, oh, this, now, now, we're not citing this as an example that we'd like to recommend <laughs> for our customers. <laughs> this was very unusual, I thought. Yeah. The smaller they are, the that must have amazed longer you. they last. It, it did, but you know, I kind of got sick of it on the porch after a while. No. Yeah, I can imagine <laughs> that, too. And then I had to adjust to not being there. So uh, oh, to no. looking around and it's not there, where'd it go? Oh, <laughs> you missed it. That's nice. Hey, um, I want to be careful because I haven't brought this up and we're talking on the air. Remember we were talking about maybe an opportunity to announce something on the air, asking for people if they were, no, I'm being too vague. I'll, I'll tell you later. 
Okay. <laughs> got the, we got the blood drive coming up next weekend. Yeah, blood drive's next weekend. Now, I just got an interesting phone call from a young man, and I say that liberally. Um, there's a, a gentleman that does license plate birdhouses. I think we talked about it once. Oh, before. yeah, I think last year Bird we talked about it. Birdhouses and angels, and he makes them out of used license plates. They're kind of mm-hmm. cool, unique. Every one of them's different. There's no two identical ones. Uh, just like there's no two identical license plates unless it's in the front of the car and the back of the car. Yeah. And he is going to bring me some this next week for the first ten people for the blood drive. Oh, how cool. That's great. Then there'll be some for sale, right? Well, there's already some for sale. Oh, 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 okay. That's very cool. He's going to bring me his new lineup, and uh, he wanted to... uh, to, to give 10 away. He, he was going to do 10 for the uh, mammogram, but uh, we didn't get in touch with each other fast enough. Oh, okay. That's great. So, so does that include people that have appointments? Can they lock it in now by making an appointment? First 10 people, it doesn't right. matter how you get it. Okay. so <laughs> that, it. that also make it convenient for you to, uh, to uh, do your bird feeding equipment. Get your seed, uh, your sunflower seed, and... And your bird feeder and hummingbird feeders. I, I think they're a unique Christmas gift myself. Yeah. Especially if you got relatives that live somewhere else other than Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's cool. Because, again, they're made out of Texas license plates. There you yeah. go. That's cool. Hey, no. Well, now he gets all the license plates. Yeah, I was wondering that, too. But Well, you know, when you trade in a car, your mm-hmm. license plate doesn't get to stay with that car. Right. So, I, I, I just didn't know whether there's a so rather than big them, pile of license plates somewhere. Rather, rather than them going someplace to the trash or something like that, he collects them. Okay. And turns them into to, yeah. uh, smart. He re- recycles features. them by crafting them. Well, I, th- I think the most interesting part of his story, maybe we can even get him up here next week. Oh, I'd like that. He he doesn't keep any of the money when he does sell them yeah. uh, to us and other places. He keeps none of the money. What a nice guy. He what? donates it to uh, uh, people that need to eat. So, oh, my uh, goodness. I don't, right. I don't remember if it's all food bank or or one of the uh, uh, one of those places where people go. That, that That's a very well, nice Well, please thing. ask him if he'll come on next week, even if it's a... Uh, even if it's Sunday, you know, we can still, you know, because we'll be focused on the blood drive, but he can come Sunday and we can talk a little bit about it. That'd be great. Either way is fine. Um, yeah. Well, that's, that's really nice. Yeah, that is very cool. So he's using his, his powers for good. He is. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think the Crotons are doing well for you. Uh, yeah, I might, I might be out by the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, and you never know which ones of these things are going <laughs> to well, some, that's some a, no, those have been real some, popular. Some uh, fly yeah. out the door. Can you imagine those sitting on the front porch with your pumpkins? Well, that's <laughs> why, why I got them in and put them on sale. There you go. And that's a tremendous sale. A number three pot, regular little twenty four ninety nine, nine eighty eight. That's unbelievable. Son, did you uh, did you mean to do that? Or? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's that's quite a savings. But well, anyway, if I can get a good deal, I'd rather pass it along and sell hundreds of them. Yeah. Than to try to make extra money on selling tens of something. Yeah. That's that's Mr. Wessler's uh, philosophy. Oh, okay. But anyway, they're they're pretty, and uh, 
there, there's still some of them left, and the different colored leaves, and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll mostly oranges. They'll year, uh, they'll leave for, they'll live for years yep. if you keep so them from keep, freezing. Keep them out of cold, and they get big. They can like we were, we were talking about on the air. I think it was last weekend, and. Uh, Talking about how they are hedges in Panama in the tropics. Yeah, uh, Costa Rica. That was one, yeah. of the, one of the things I remember seeing that the the uh, guy who maintained the property he always had a machete in his hand. Yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad, but if you wanted a p- <laughs> papaya or banana, he'd go whack the plant down and bring you some for breakfast. Uh, other than that, you'd see him out there whacking on the crotons, <laughs> square yeah. just like we do boxwoods. Yeah, and. Uh, Joe, Joe Bradbury, I went down to Panama with him, and uh, he he uh, always said you could look at the height of the Croton hedge and tell how tall the uh, yard man was. That's true. Because he's <laughs> he's sending that he's he's uh, swinging that machete about uh, waist high, I guess. But. Uh, Anyway, they they're spectacular. I, when I went down there, I, I first saw that. I put some pull the car over. I gotta take a picture of that thing because I mean, you, you very seldom that you see a hedge that's but, spectacular. But everywhere down there, you see it as a hedge. Oh yeah, that, yeah, you, it's spectacular. You, you drive down one sort of a street, and that guy's got it. The next guy up the street's got it. There's distances between the houses. Oh yeah. All right, again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. The perennials are still on sale. Mm-hmm. They are. And uh, good price. And let's see, we talked about salvia lecantha. Uh, I didn't mention this, but uh, in, in your write-up you say it's deer resistant. And I, if you go in these in new developments out around Fair Oaks, and uh, out there where there's a lot of deer, this is a widely used uh, plant up along the the to found a foundation planting because it gets a little bit tall. But uh, yeah, uh, the deer have, won't touch it. We do have some some of the dwarfs in one gallon as well. But uh, I, I highly recommend people do that when you when you live in deer country. You should walk or drive around your neighborhood. Yeah. See what everybody's having success with, because if they're successful, then you should be able to grow it too. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're, they're growing in solid stone. And, and deer, so have, deer, deer have different taste buds, depending on the zip code they're in. <laughs> yeah, this, this salvia is uh, pretty, all the salvias are pretty reliably deer resistant. So, But uh, this is... This is probably the most spectacular salvia, as far as big bloom and well, I, I tried long it, bloom. I tried it a couple months ago, and I couldn't couldn't sell them, but they weren't blooming. Yeah. Oh. So now they're blooming their little heads off. They're <laughs> flying right out the door. Yeah. And well, I always find it strange too, because of the even when they are blooming earlier in the year. They're not as attractive to the, the to the hummingbirds and the butterfly as they are now. Now they're yeah very attractive. well. There's more for them to to eat earlier. And yeah. as it gets cooler, yeah. there's, there's less things blooming. And as I mentioned, that one can bloom all the way and the lantana, all the way through the winter. Sometimes lantanas are in that same category. So that 
kind of shifts. Also, they can that that time of the year can make a difference on how potent the nectar is too. Yeah. Hey, uh, we got to take a quick. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. I, I notice uh, that these have got a little white uh, pedal or whatever on them. Yeah. And uh, there are some, though, there's several varieties of these, aren't there? Yes, there are. There's some that are solid blue or purple. And uh, there's all different, like I say, they have different colors, mainly varying. But uh, your your selection out here (coughs) is, I think, the most common one, the one with that white, white petals on it. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Yes. Ed is on the line. Ed, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. I hope you guys are well. Mark Peterson. There we are. Oh, cool. Good. What's going on, Ed? Um, I want to ask uh, these Monterey oaks that everybody's suggesting. Uh, yeah, that's a good tree. Pardon? That's a good tree. Well, is there any drawback to it at all? I mean, is it? Nope. If I plant this sucker and get it established and then walk away from it, is it going to survive? How long do you think it's going to take to get it established? Well, are you going? Are you going to use a lose a use a huge tree, or are you going to use a relatively small tree? Well, the the trees that I have are in five gallon buckets, or five gallon. Oh, okay. And I planted them, and I I have planted some, and not all of them. And I've uh, um, after about uh, two years, I guess that I've taken care of them. They seem to be uh, pretty uh, able to take care of themselves, but uh, I have. Oh, yeah. I want to know if I just plant one in the pasture and take care of it for a while, is it going to survive or is it going to die as soon as I, and we have a drought or something? Well, no, if it's well established, which takes, uh, you say they're growing in five gallon buckets now? Yeah. Okay, so when you knock it out of that five-gallon bucket, I imagine you'll have to cut it open, the bucket open, uh, by the cut down the sides, and uh, and dig a hole just as big big enough to get that uh, root ball in, and uh, and then but you're going to have to water that thing and fill fill back in, by the way, with uh, just a native soil. 
But you're going to have to water that thing for the first year or so, uh, at least, well, maybe once a week, uh, or they at least once every two weeks for the first, uh, like I said, year, year and a half before it'll get established. Then you can, then you can uh, let uh, Mother Nature take care of it once it gets its roots established. But you got a, you got a good, uh, you got a good tree there. Where did you, did you grow them from seed or? No, I, uh, well, I've gotten, I have acquired them from several different sources, but uh, uh, most of them that I have, I got at the mostly native plant sale up there at the Pueblo Nature Center. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that'd be great. Okay, let me ask you another question, Jerry. Um, and you're uh, living in the country and all. Do you ever have any fly traps? Any what? Fly traps. Fly traps? Yeah, the, the, you know, like you put a fly trap in your around you where you have your, feed your livestock and stuff in it, and the, and the, you trap all the flies and. Sticky one that you you hang. Yeah, yeah. What about it? Well, what kind of bait do you use in them? What's the most effective? I, I, the ones we have used have uh, you buy a bait with yeah. with the trap or where you get the trap from? Yeah, they're pre yeah. pre baited. Yeah, but then I, I mine are reusable. I clean them out. I, uh, so far this year, I've cleaned them out a couple of times, and when I put the new bait in, uh, the, the commercial bait that comes with them, uh, it seems like after a few days, it, it catches flies pretty well, but initially, I catch a lot of butterflies. I'm not, I just wonder what what's in there that attracts the butterflies. Well, something sweet, probably. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I, okay. Let, let me ask you uh, something. Uh, I've okay. not used those personally. And I need I need to hurry here, Ed, because I got one more person on the line. Okay, I got one question. If yes or no, the chicory that you can buy the the wildflower is that a good milkweed for uh, butterflies? Which one? Chicory. chicory. Oh, chickweed. Chicory. Chicory, like coffee I, and chicory. I've never heard of it as a milkweed. Why do you think it's a milkweed? Well, because it says that it, uh, when you break it, 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 Wild Seeds catalog says when you break it open, it, it bleeds uh, a milky sap. Now, they, they would say Asclepius. It's got to be a, a, A-S-C-L-E-P. Okay. okay. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for calling. Bye, Ed. You take care. All right, James is on the line, 210-308-8867. James, I think you're going to get the last question in today. What's going on? Okay, perfect. I'll make it quick. I followed the advice and instructions on my Crawford lettuce seed. I put it in a brown paper bag. When I heard him, Jerry say earlier, it's time to plant, I went inside. I shake it out when I'm on home. In the bottom of the bag, it looks like I got a couple of hundred seed or better, but all this uh, other plant remnant, how do you get the seed out? Do I strain it, put it through a strainer, <laughs> strain it, or... No, we're, this is what I'm, 
I'm I'll get in this bag and it's full of <laughs> it's full of garbage with seed in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um <laughs> Uh, a lot of the black, that black, tiny black seed comes out and goes to the bottom of the bag, but a lot of it uh, will not. It, it'll be on that, being held on that fuzzy material, and that's the way it spreads the seed. Uh, right. Now, Calvin and <laughs> Steve Brown used to plant that fuzzy, fuzzy stuff. They, yeah, they didn't just, worry they, about the seed. Yeah, you just get a handful of that and shake it down his roll. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay, I got a lot of it here. So if I plant some <laughs> down, how, how, how late in the spring, because I planted this uh, late winter, early spring, and it did well. Um, so how late can I plant it um, if I successfully plant it? Like in February? The longer, longer, longer you wait until the spring, the more chance you're going to have of it bolting or flower and, and being right. better. So now is the time now until uh, middle of November uh, is the time to spread your seed on top of a moistened soil. Moist soil. And don't cover it, correct? correct? Don't cover it. Do not cover it. Do I got you. Okay. So right. what I would do, if you if you got a good area, uh, just spread that debris <laughs> that you got yeah. in those sacks. All over, all over the place. In other words, yeah, any, anywhere that's bare ground. It'll be in a whiskey barrel like I did it last year. Oh, okay. 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 I don't know. Right. You can just mulch with that stuff. <laughs> all right. Alrighty. Hopefully the wind won't right. blow it away. All right. Thank good, you. Yeah, good luck. Bye-bye. Thanks, James. You take care. Hi, James. All right. 210, well, we won't get the phone number because we really run out of time. Uh, but uh, we're going to... I love to hear you give that phone number. 210-308-8866. There you go. Hey, I want to remind you that uh, next Saturday, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will be here at Millburgers. Uh, besides the uh, nice gift Millburgers gives you, a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process, the first 10 people that donate are going to get a nice uh, homemade, crafty uh, license plate uh, birdhouse. So go to southtexasbloodandtissuecenter.org and sign up online so you're sure to be one of those first people. They're uh, good for English sparrows, aren't they? I, I don't know. We'd have to ask the man. I'll have to ask. Yeah, you'll have to ask him. We'll get to talk to him. So I'll <laughs> learn more then, and we'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al for doing a great job getting all the calls on the air and the music. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road on the end.